0: Good day ladies and gentlemen and welcome to Simplified. A show whose USP is the irresistible banter between four friends once described as, it sounds like I'm eavesdropping on an interesting conversation among four intelligent people drinking craft beer in a Bangalore pub and learning so many things and laughing my guts out. This description was, of course, provided by me as a producer told me that (laughs) real reviews could not be run out on air without obtaining a censorship certificate. (laughs) Joining me in this craft brewery today are four fine specimens. Firstly, there is Tony, who is sort of like a nice IPA. Slightly dark, a little bit bitter in the beginning and takes a little getting used to. But once you get used to him, he's the only one you will want. Hello, Tony. I literally love IPA. I can't taste any other craft beer now. So this is uh, perfect for me. Thank you so much. Then we have Srikit, the Hefeweizen, the most Mm -hmm. universally loved, bright and happy. Since he spent some time in Gujarat, he has the lowest ABV of the lot. And since he st- spent time in Gujarat, he also has the tinge of orange in him. Hey, 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 Shrikit. <laughs> oh,
1: wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> it took a bit for that to land.
2: But,
1: I don't know what uh, the entire etymology of Hefweizen is, but El Hefe in Spanish is the chief. So, all makes
2: sense. That is our
0: first fact of the day. Then we have Naren, aka The Stout. And no, this is not a fat joke. We craft beer fans are better than that. Like a good coffee stout, Naren is aged, is smoky, af, quite creamy. And given his recent abstinence, is quite rare to find at a Mumbai brewery these days. Cheers, Naren. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) And as for me, I'm Chuck.
2: Do we say af or af? AF,
3: a- 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 autofocus, autofocus.
0: A- have you got something for
3: you, or are we allowed to describe you?
0: I didn't bother writing up an introduction to my for myself. So equate me to whatever Swill you will like.
3: Chuck is like one of those Belgian beers.
1: Absolutely priceless, right, guys?
0: Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. I've so been to Belgium, and
0: actually there are quite a few price tags on them.
1: No, no, Chuck is our cider. He's our insider. Insider. So, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh. I couldn't think of it much better than that at this time. No, so. at
0: this point, I actually ran out of beer styles, which is why I didn't bother making it <laughs> for myself. You can think of
1: insider only.
2: Ch- I think Chuck is like Indus pride, no? Like ahead of his time. Oh, like
0: wow. Appreciate my Wow. Three people from SAB Miller's erstwhile marketing team have just <laughs> stood up and
1: clapped. <laughs> wow, spontaneously. Our life's work has been validated. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> wow, Indus Pride, wow, that's a that's a, <laughs> that's Beautiful. a, it's it's a niche. Ref. So people who have been long-suffering listeners of the show will know that like Facebook's parent company, whenever we run out of ideas, we just introduce a new format. So we'd mm-hmm. like to welcome <laughs> all of you to the first ever episode of Simplified Half Pints. For one episode a month, each of us comes up with one small news item or one interesting thing we've read, one fact or Lacking anything else, a PG Woodhouse monologue. It's sort of like no such thing (laughs) as a fish, but you get all the simplified benefits. That is, less research and more bad jokes. Simplified (laughs) half pints, 250 ml each of fun, leading to a litter of simplification, which is why there are signs put up. Do not litter so that the simplified folks do not go off kilter because their humor (laughs) knows no filter. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Beautiful. Beautiful this amazing well done and well done <laughs> Thank, you. Man. Thank you we'll close we the episode now. This, <laughs> yeah. this
2: part of the podcast goes straight into the litter
1: <laughs> and regular simplified listeners we know will know that this episode has already peaked. So, you are free to leave now.
0: <laughs> uh, would you prefer this going into the litter or going into the bin yeah. thing for Great. our. The inevitable simplified bugle crossover. Yeah. Crossover. Cross, uh, yeah. Crossover or intersection? Anyway, if you haven't been hearing anything so far, basically one random fact each. And we will start with Naren, who actually yes. sparked up the idea for this, saying on our simplified board meeting that we should do a this and that episode to put in all pieces of miscellany. So, Narin, why don't you take it away? You have a very interesting fact to begin this. So,
3: first, uh, I just want to ask you guys if you know about this organism called the Aedes aegypti. Oh, is it the
2: mosquito that causes malaria?
3: Exactly. So, it's not the mosquito that causes malaria. It is actually the 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 mosquito that causes, it's a mosquito that causes uh, dengue. Uh It's from dengue, Narin. Dengue,
2: Dengue, 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 Not Dengue as Sri Ket doubt clarify.
1: Uh, I said Dengue. Yeah.
2: Clearly, you, you don't know the more colourful parts of Telugu. God bless you. Okay, <laughs> okay <laughs> the mosquito <of> is the dengue, <laughs> and
0: the person who gets it is the Dengue. <laughs>
3: <laughs> also Chikungunya and also Yellow Fever. And the curious thing is this, in India, so in India, we have gunya, we have dengue, of course, and it's quite a serious problem. So till recently, and is, uh, dengue is still around, it's just that you know medical professionals have figured out how to manage it well. There's really no cure for it. You just have to manage, make sure that uh, the patient gets enough fluids, to, you know, survive all the, you know, all the toxins of the virus. And uh, that's why otherwise a lot of people used to die of dengue. The, The fatality rates are way down now. And that's thanks to just thanks to better management. It's no cure. The thing yeah. is that Definitely
2: no thanks to papaya leaves.
3: Yeah, no to- thanks to papaya leaves. Uh what are what are the other things? I think kiwi fruit or dragon fruit or something. Yeah. A lot of non-specific. Yeah, somebody told me that dragon it
0: become exotic. Mm-hmm. Dear God, this sounds like a marketing campaign by Nature's Basket or something. <laughs> like <laughs> no, all specific basic. expensive fruits.
2: Basic funda about uh, dengue is that your platelet count apparently goes down. And the old wife's tale or like old uncle's wisdom is that if you eat papaya leaves, uh, somehow your platelet count will come up, which is obviously all nonsense. None of that happens. Yeah, but yeah. anyway, now I believe there are like papaya leaf extract tablets and all. But yeah, yeah none of that yeah. works. Just like stay in bed and get over it. That's about it.
3: I've never had this papaya leaf thing. But it's supposed to be quite wild tasting. That's which is the reason why these uh, tablets have a market.
2: Yeah. That's the, yeah, exactly. That's why it has a market, right? Like if the yeah. more wild tasting it is, the more efficacious
1: you think it is. Like when you And talking about plants, a complete offshoot, yeah. uh, as, as, <laughs> uh, as happens here, is that kind of got me into the, the placebo versus actual effect wala thinking again. Because like my father had this pain in his, Leg for a long time, and he was like, and the doctor, he went to the doctor. The doctor said, "It's just, I mean, you know, there's this Louis C.K. sketch from way back when, where it says, after you're a certain age, when you go to a doctor, they just take a scan of your leg and they say nothing can be done. It's just shitty now, right? <laughs> so what do you do? Is you nothing? You stretch it till the time you die, and till the time you and your shitty ankle die. So basically, my father got a similar kind of diagnosis where he said the ankle is worn out. So. Um, So, it hurt him a lot and he tried every kind of allopathy or whatever. And then he goes and downstairs some... So, he goes and sits with a bunch of uncles downstairs uh, every evening. And one of those uncles says there's this one particular leaf and he takes him to the leaf tree and he says, take this leaf and wrap your foot in it for 10 days. All right. And so, my father has been wrapping his foot in the leaf. I was like, okay, it's better than some other crap. Wrap your foot in whatever you want. He wrapped his foot. He's suddenly feeling better and all. So, now I'm like, okay, I look this leaf up and all. And there's no real allopathic cure of any sort. I mean, it's not supposed to <laughs> fix his ankle. But the whole placebo thing of it is so strong that, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure had I gone and picked out that leaf and given it to him, it wouldn't have mattered. But some 80-year-old uncle like in a shaky voice told him to use it. So that's why it's working really well. Yeah. This, uh, yeah.
3: you know, before I forget, I mean, before I go on with my with my topic. Yeah, what
1: was your fact?
0: I forgot come. Yeah. yeah so he yeah. hasn't so, even
3: gotten to it. We should I? Him. Yeah, I yeah, this is simplified. Describing. We have
2: plenty of branches.
3: Yeah.
2: Apparently. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> plenty of options.
3: So uh, we have. Uh, I have to tell you my placebo story. Is my favorite placebo story. Before I forget. It has nothing to do with the topic at hand but… Uh, so… <laughs> when does
0: that ever matter? That could that could also be a tagline for simplified. <laughs> just just to be clear, Naren, Just to be clear, we have to get a particular episode. <laughs> like, no, I'll, I'll, we haven't even got to the t- first
3: one. I'll tell my placebo thing very quickly because I'm pretty hmm. sure I'm going to forget. I've got the um, you know main fact written down so I won't be able to… I won't forget <laughs> the main <laughs> fact. But uh, yeah. So the placebo fact is as follows, right? So my wife, my wife's uncle, a very, very jovial, witty guy, he told me this. He had a nephew who was like, uh, you know, uh, when, when this guy was about 12, 13 years old, this nephew was maybe three or four. And they used to live around Mangalore, was a nice, uh, you know, f- lot of fields and things around. And uh, he decided to go to the river. There was a river a few hundred meters away. And he took this nephew along and then they sort of played in the river. And, they- and then this nephew says, uh, uncle, I want to do number two. So now this guy did some quick thinking. He said, if I have to, you know, there are fields, so it's not a problem. But, you know, then I have to do all his uh, washes part and everything else. He's not really looking forward to that uh, experience so he uh, told him he picked up a pebble and he told him you take the pebble and put it under your armpit and as long as the pebble is in your armpit you won't won't like you know you won't have to do number 2 and the kid did that and he took that kid right from the river to home like good 15 20 minutes and the kid held on to it and then once it was uh, at home he handed over the kid to the kid's mother to do all the necessary things
0: and to so power so of so he held he on boat. to
2: it and uh, and the stone <laughs> under his
3: armpit and the stone <laughs> under his armpit. <laughs>
2: Screw this! I'm that taking the
0: stone with me next time I go on an intercity <laughs> bus ride. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> nice round black coloured pebble. Uh, perfect yeah,
2: yeah. No, once I scandalized everyone on Twitter by saying everyone who's traveled from Bangalore overnight uh, to mm. Kerala probably has had uh, like you have to stop the bus in the middle of somewhere to go <laughs> number two somewhere Good. like it's yeah. it's inevitable because like there are few of these shady restaurants around Madiwala from where you get onto the bus and uh, yeah, yeah. basically like <laughs> they are all Malu restaurants but like uh, <laughs> during the middle of the night you will basically need to find a stone to put under <laughs> (laughs) (laughs)
0: it could be a good
3: startup right yeah my (laughs) my fact so the fact is this the same mosquito is responsible for chikungunya for dengue and for yellow fever and the thing is there is no yellow fever in india and no one knows why this is
2: not true as someone who was in kerala this weekend i can very firmly (laughs) say that uh, half of kerala is yellow and half of Kerala is Alba Celeste because the football World Cup is on. So, yellow
1: fever is... <laughs> oh, <dead>.
3: that... <laughs> really. Okay, that,
1: that of Oh, <laughs> okay. God. On that topic, Nareen, uh, one thing that you're, you're very right about is that uh, there is a very prominent... Like, when you go in, in Bombay, when you go to the airport, on the airport, mm. like, where you have to take the turn to finally enter that airport flyover... Is where you can actually mm-hmm. see a pretty big, prominent uh, yes. yellow fever hospital. Yellow fever hospital. Yeah. I've I've yeah, gone there and uh, I've taken
3: I've taken a yellow fever because if you have, if you go to Africa, I went to Africa once. You need that yellow fever uh, vaccination. They they won't let you in. They won't let you in back without a yellow fever vaccination card. So it's very important. Uh, but yeah. there is, for some mysterious reason, not that anyone is complaining. It's not present in Asia. Yellow fever. It's not there. The other diseases are there and they are as lethal as anything else. Chikungunya is also pretty dangerous. Dengue is very dangerous. And uh, there is no, luckily no yellow fever. I can't seem to find out any reason why this is so. But that's what it is. That's my curious fact for this mm.
0: You know, your fact hmm. kind of reminds me of what it makes me think about. is like, sometimes you see, uh, like, it's like consolidation is here, there here also. Sometimes you say, no, this brand, this brand, and this brand is all owned by the same parent company. We did this, an episode on this, I think, during the never-ending 150th episode many years hmm. ago, where, so, like, the same conglomerate <laughs> of mosquitoes <laughs> is responsible for these three kind of diseases. Like, here also, <laughs> yeah. bloody hell, there is yeah. consolidation. They have a monopoly on diseases, it seems. Not letting yeah. other insects have a chance.
2: What are, what are the other vectors, I want to say? Is it vectors or
3: vectors?
0: Like, vectors, vectors yeah. Or yeah, what
2: are the other like common vectors though? Like flies or for any like?
3: Yeah, yeah, flies. There is rats. Uh, there is an rats. rats, yeah, fleas. Fleas are uh, infamous for the bubonic plague. Oh, okay.
2: We have fleas in India.
3: Yeah, they they infest. So the bubonic plague was a particular kind of flea uh, which lived on rodents. It started in. So this this is another curious thing, right? So the it was an unusually warm series of warm summers in Mongolia
0: and the hmm. grass. Wait, is this the first line in. of your novel that you're no doubt? <laughs> <laughs> <That's a problem.
3: laughs>
0: well, the rest of this book better be Ulan better than this. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> so there it was unusually warm series of you know summers, and the grasslands were blooming, and one of the denizens of the mm-hmm. grassland was this little squirrel called a marmot, which uh. the local Mongolians loved. And there were lots yeah. of marmots they you know they they hunted them, they ate a lot of uh, protein in their diet, everyone did very well, populations grew. And a young child named Temujin was born, who later became Genghis Khan. Genghis
2: Khan. Wow. Yeah. Wow.
3: And Genghis <laughs> Khan went marauding, right? So he started conquering from Mongolia on the east, went right up to the gates of Rome, almost. I, I think it reached up to Turkey, Bata, a lot of things. And after him, a few of his succeeding generations also did that. So they had a supply chain too. So they had... You know, camels and horses and what have you, carrying booty back and carrying you know people and whatever from Mongolia there. And one of the hitchhikers on those caravans was this little pest, which was the flea, which was responsible for the plague, oh. you know, plague bacteria. And Mongolians were pretty immune to it. I, I, I there's no record, but you know, it wasn't, uh, you know. Plague didn't hit them as badly as it hit the Europeans because when finally it reached Europe, there was no resistance. It just spread through Europe like a wildfire. And uh, what that resulted in was it affected People, poor people more, poorer people more because they used to live in more cramped surroundings. So the probability of spreading was much higher. And that's why a lot of the working class population just died, just vanished. People Mm -hmm. estimate 60%, 50%, 70% of the working class population just died. And that enabled the uh, remaining working class people who were tremendously in demand. Everyone wanted washer women and people to cook and whatever, clean, do all those things they were able to demand higher wages. And that is one of the reasons, you know, it. what do you say? Yeah, the laws and all that. A lot of things happened, yeah. yeah. Uh But it all
0: started with the flea, is what you're saying. It all started with the flea, (laughs) yeah. So, and another, yeah, so uh, we were yeah. connecting
3: that with a vector, yeah. So that was yeah, the, yeah.
0: And there's also, of course, uh, there and of course, in modern day, of course, there is also something called designer's disease. But that's when they search for stock images, and that's uh, another kind of vector. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, so I think that's a, okay. Shall we close out that <laughs> fact? <laughs> we still, sorry, listeners, we are still perfecting this uh, transition sort of yeah, thing. Yeah. So, I'll okay. Here's my uh, fact. I want to say this is on sparkling water, one of my buys of the year. It all started with, of course, with Kate recommending sparkling water earlier in the year and then things quickly leading to a Mr. Butter machine coming home. We enjoy sparkling water because of an evolutionary quirk. Can you figure out what that evolutionary quirk could be? If it was we, just the four of us, then it's because it's full of gas.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which yes, gas? The answer actually lies in your uh, carbon dioxide. Carbon dioxide. Yeah. So what role could carbon
1: dioxide have played carbon for evolution? Carbon dioxide is we were plants at some point of time. Uh close enough. <laughs> I'm just writing. <laughs> I'm just writing alternative histories at this
0: point. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you need to join the media these days. Anyway, uh, so uh, we. Yeah, we evolved at some point of time to be able to detect carbon dioxide as food goes bad so that we were able to keep, uh, you know, like not eat food that had gone rotten but then you might say uh, if we indeed found the taste or the mouthfeel of carbon dioxide opprobrious then why do we enjoy sparkling water which in some sense is like carbon dioxide to the mouth it's uh, carbonic acid or something of that sort so Mm. the reason that scientists reckon for this is the same reason that some humans like spice which is there's a certain i thought you were going to say like paneer (laughs) oh Don't take dig at paneer. Paneer is (laughs) big. So, okay, I'm just quoting from an article. I read the closest analogy is spicy foods. Back in 97, a psychologist called Paul Rosen released a paper arguing that spicy foods were an example of people enjoying situations in which their bodies warn them of danger, but they know that they are really okay. So it's sort of like like living on the edge sort of Uh thing. Found that kind of interesting mm. for both the spice part and the CO2 part. A few things. Uh, we were discussing this on Twitter earlier today, whether carbonated water is good for you and all that. And even before this particular recording, Naren and I were just discussing that. So net-net, it seems to be that uh, carbonated water, which is basically, you know, just water with a little bit of CO2 in it. Nothing else. Like if you, there are additives like sugar and all that, is obviously much worse for your teeth and your body. But this by itself seems to have very, very minimal impact on the body. Maybe a little bit of enamel or or something, but studies are so negligible, show such negligible uh, difference that you're pretty safe having it. And if it acts as a substitute for cola or something, then obviously it's going to be much, much healthier. Yeah. A, few, a few facts on this. Carbonated water is acidic. Uh, carbon dioxide and water react chemically to produce carbonic acid, a weak acid that's been shown to stimulate the same nerve receptors in your mouth as mustard. This triggers a burning prickly sensation that can be both irritating and enjoyable. Also a tagline for Simplified. The pH mm. of carbonated water is 3 to 4, which means it's slightly acidic. However, drinking an acidic beverage like carbonated water does not make your body more acidic. This is all from Healthline copy, pasted <laughs> as is. Uh, so yeah, that's Basically, they're saying your out. body will still be basic. Oh, <laughs> no nice. Nice. I'm, I'm the chemical engineer and it took you metallurgy guy. To bring yeah. up. Okay. That's all, and I'm the guy who's interested in heavy metal. That's all. This is yeah. my fact. It's very small. This is how it was supposed to be, Narendra. Instead of you going into random, I
3: don't know what all I say.
0: <laughs> yeah, we also but, don't know. Uh, I, I
3: was yeah, I was thinking about something to add about this. Uh, so. Uh, so, one time I went to Germany and uh, they extensively like a lot, almost everyone drinks sparkling water. And yeah. there was one blessing
2: very, very guy famously along with it's, the, called, uh, it's called soda only if it comes from the soda region in France. Otherwise, it's just called sparkling water. So, in Germany, oh.
0: clearly you've got
2: sparkling water.
0: Cannot tell if you're bullshitting. Like you've reached that yeah. level of anti-saltzmanness, <laughs> Tony. Yeah. I cannot tell.
2: <laughs> I thought this is a famous form. A meme format by now. The actual one is, it is called champagne only if it comes from the champagne region of France. Otherwise, it's yeah. sparkling wine. Other things, like it's a Ponzi scheme only if it comes from the Ponzi region of France. Otherwise,
0: it's just <laughs> called sparkling crypto. Okay, okay. Here's, a, here's a nice thing which I expect at least one of you to get. So, I actually googled soda Germany right now. What was the first result to come up?
3: There's a town called Soda in Germany. No
0: there's, no, there's nothing related to a town. Something related to the World Cup, I'm guessing. Uh, no, it's not related to the World Cup. That's a good guess. It is a very famous soft drink related fact from Germany. Fanta. Fanta, yes. Uh, yes. Ah, Nazi yeah, yeah, yeah. has Panta its origin was Nazi created Germany. for Nazi Germany. Hey, that's yeah, another yes. fact. So, you got a bonus <laughs> fact with this fact. If for those but of you who don't
3: I, know, I won't. interrupted but Naren before you interrupted yeah, Naren yeah. before Srikhet. So, it's about to interrupt Naren. I'm uh, yeah. <laughs> about to interrupt <laughs> Chuck, <laughs> but <laughs> go on. <laughs> so, all the Desis were going nuts, right? So, we are not used to drinking carbonated water. I, uh, you know, so, we ask everywhere. No, none of us speaks German. So, you ask people and they they listen to everything. And the rascals still give you carbonated water. So there was one guy finally (laughs) who started giving rant. He took a bottle of uh, carbonated water. The lady gave it to him. And he launched into a rant about how you people give carbonated water. What a terrible country this is. You don't know the beauty of all kinds of rant. And she patiently listened to all of it. Then he opens the bottle and he drinks it. And he's convinced that this is going to be carbonated water and actually turns out to be still water. So very sheepish look. And he sort of very, very sheepishly apologizes and shuffles off. That expression was priceless. Yeah,
1: Yeah. another offshoot. As an offshoot of what you were saying about uh, Fanta, I just want to point out a very, very uh, cool campaign that actually uh, Coke did on Fanta in South America and Brazil. Uh, on, uh, I think it was uh, uh, LGBTQ week. And there's a popular, because there was a capitalizing on a popular saying in in, uh, Brazil, that was where uh, people would mock uh, uh, LGBTQ people in uh, like homophobic people in South America would mock LGBTQ people by saying that, uh, basically saying this Coke is a Fanta, right? So basically Um, it's a code for saying that this person is gay. So this Coke is Mm. a Fanta. So what uh, Coke did uh, during that week was p- specifically was they uh, they actually launched limited edition Coke cans where inside there was Fanta actually.
0: Oh, that's nice. And they tried that's to
1: reclaim that entire thing by saying that, you know what, if the Coke is a Fanta, it's actually a great surprise, right? Wow. It's actually a fun surprise for that. So they actually tried to reclaim that by l- launching. So I think it was called Essa Coca e Fanta or something like that, which is basically this Coke is a Fanta. And they reclaim that term by saying that it's such a great surprise if the Coke suddenly turns out to be a Fanta. Because they basically own both brands anyway. So, yeah. Nice.
2: From Germany to Brazil, I want to bring this podcast back to its intellectual heart, which is the B of Simplified. With the fact ah. that Mr. Mm. Butler actually has its registered address in Panampally Panampali Nagar. Ngar- Ngar- Ngar-
0: Ngar- of course. <laughs>
2: wow. And Malaysians get so excited by this, right? That if there is a company that has its registered address in Kerala, we are all full length so much is it, so like that, some tax uh, is it a tax so, much in so business so that,
1: or are they person is actually from kerala no no
2: they act actually there like fourth standard everyone's picnic used to be to the modern bread factory in in high school in <laughs> oh, edappally wow. right because because like literally only two factories can exist in kerala at any point in time so yeah just wanted <laughs> to highlight the panampally
0: nagar origins of the carbonated water yeah, <laughs> you may not be drinking <laughs> we'll be back with two more exciting facts after this break Welcome back to Simplified Half Pints. We are halfway through our Stein. Is that what a liter of beer is called in German? <laughs> you know, no? whatever. We're yeah oh, oh, oh. we're uh, yeah, we halfway through. And now we move on to Tony's fact.
2: Yeah, why not? So, uh, Chuck, you started this episode by referencing PG Woodhouse and no such thing as a fish. I want to bring fish and woodhouse together and read out a quote uh, from Woodhouse. I believe this is from Joy in the Morning. And Mm -hmm. this is, I think, Bertie Wooster saying, It is not like you to be a defeatist. Don't give it up. Go and brood in the kitchen. There may be some fish there. Did you notice any when you were there yesterday? Only a tin of anchovy paste, sir. My heart sank a bit. Anchovy paste is a <laughs> slender reed on which to lean in a major crisis.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, I remember this so well.
2: Yeah. yeah. So this uh, well-loved fish that is anchovy has uh, references in Fish Rock by Taikudum Bridge twice. It is also called uh, Netoli and uh,
0: Damn it! <laughs> I don't remember the other one. Uh, again, again, Tony, y- your subtle <laughs> uh, putting of Indian indie rock lyrics yeah. <laughs> into every uh, recording is not going unnoticed. But anyway, yes, and yeah, so he yeah, was the, referred
2: to Yeah, twice, right? There's Natholi, and there's one more re- uh, name that I'm forgetting. There's also Veluri, so like uh, very famous uh, across Woodhouse, uh, Kerala, but also in Peru. Where apparently like centuries ago. Yeah, in Peru. So in Peru, anchovy is actually used to feed uh, the livestock because their uh, lands are not very, um, you know, farmable. I'm sure there is a better term for that. But you can't like Mm. grow too much uh, grass or anything on that because of the terrain and stuff like that. So they use anchovy to feed livestock and also eat it. But like they have tons of fish, right? Uh, But anyway, during Christmas time, uh, basically fishermen noticed in Peru a long time ago that suddenly during some years, uh, the anchovy would not come into their nets at all, right? And Mm -hmm. because it happened around Christmas time, they gave this phenomenon the name El Nino de Navidad or Oh! As we can call it, Christmas child. Basically, Mm. El Nino sounds very nice. But if we call it baby, like someone in Kerala, you will probably smug. So Mm. that is the origin of El Nino. And why uh, this was relevant when we came up with this thought a few weeks ago, was that Australia was hosting a World Cup. And uh, like there were rains throughout the World Cup, right? And this is caused due to the opposite phenomenon of El Nino, which is related to it, which is called La Nina. Right. So essentially, if you look at uh, Pacific Ocean, which is a bloody huge ocean on the east uh, lies Peru and South America and on the west lies Australia, Indonesia and the lot. Right. And in between this, there's nothing but a big stretch of ocean and winds, basically. Right. So uh, there are three states to this. There is a neutral state when nobody is any the wiser. Then there is a state called El Nino. Uh, where the waters are I want to say warmer in Peru and basically like causes uh, this whole thing of fish going off the bite and waters warming and lots of floods in South America probably North America as well and droughts in Australia and the condition is reversed when the trade winds become stronger trade winds are basically winds that blow from uh, Peru to Australia in that sense right and Basically, just by the slight modification of this winds, lots of nonsense happens, right? Either there is drought or flood, depending upon uh, where you are placed in the seven-year cycle. So yeah, that's uh, basically what I wanted to say, as uh, the fact that is known to everyone, but also <laughs> we never bothered to read it up because it didn't feature in our seventh standard geography.
1: I, I was I was already educated about this fact because of uh, Tony's uh, reel that he had posted about this earlier. Anyway,
3: anchovies are uh, enormous. Uh, they they come in huge schools, so they they that's that's why they are yeah, uh, they are very learned know, fish. Yeah,
1: yeah, lots of food. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I learned I learnt about, uh, so the one thing is in Southeast Asia, they are, as you mentioned, they're extremely popular. Like they like people love putting that on anything at all. They can find their hands on. So especially when I was in Malaysia and being a vegetarian over there, it was constantly like hazardous. So while they would understand vegetarian as far as the food is concerned, the seasoning would always be like they would put the anchovy seasoning on top of everything. So you basically have yeah. always had to order over there. You order your food, you say vegetarian and then say no ikan bilis. Ikan bilis are mm-hmm. anchovies mm-hmm. in Malaysia. Oh, so amazing, amazing. you have to make sure you say no ikan bilis every time. Otherwise, your food will come nicely seasoned with anchovies.
2: <laughs> yeah. So I had a related yeah. fact to this, if I can get to it, uh, is basically, okay, go on. so we spoke of La nina. There is this uh, very popular uh, American caricaturist who was known as uh, Al Hirschfeld, I want to say. And he had a daughter called, uh, not Nina, but Nina. right? So, mm. whenever he did a caricature from the time she was born, he would hide the word Nina in every single one of his uh, caricatures mm. from then. right? So And then it became such a fascination that people wanted to find where it is. So, it became like a puzzle on its own. right? Mm. So, Nina took on significance oh. from there to the most common puzzle back in the day which was uh, crosswords where you would find that there were like random unconnected boxes in a crossword right Uh, and you would put in messages there right like uh, my editor as a jackass or like Monty Python's flying circus (laughs) or whatever (laughs) one of the one of the cooler ones that I saw was uh, stalactites going down and stalagmites going up right like uh, so it's like unconnected to everything in the clue but like basically Nina is what it's
0: called in a crossword if you find uh, some hidden hidden things there yeah so there you go and of course for and a Neenah. and and for a very relevant for a nina that one of us has done you can go back and listen to the episode oh, yeah. on cruciverbalism where <laughs> tony was had, had not been <laughs> elevated to the stature of a simplified host and was just a
1: mere guest uh, where he talks about a I thought being the guest up. was the demotion Tony and I came as like exalted guests and then we were like ah, yeah, bad that's <laughs> yeah that's true
2: that's <laughs> true right. yeah. Yeah. so also <laughs> just to close this the two references to fish rock is uh during the alternate chorus he says which is also anchovy and like netoli which is there in the prominent
0: one which is also anchovy all right so this awesome. has been a knowledge-packed episode till now and will continue. The
1: <laughs> yeah no so all entirety of my research has been during that only I just took one thing, so it's basically mine is is not even one fact; it's four tiny facts, and all around the World Cup, and four interesting things that I found around the World Cup, like funny things that have happening been happening. So the World Cup's going on right now. Okay, can, I mean, okay, yeah. okay,
0: okay, 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 no, okay. New rule for a uh, new rule, at least for the next three months. Whenever you use the word, word World Cup, please signify, please mention which sport, because both of you it's said World safe. Cup right now, talking yeah. about two completely different sports. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, yeah. That's and fair. No, I mean, so, this is this
2: is crucial because our podcasts are famously immemorial, right? Like so, like people listen to it uh, at any ah, point yes. of uh, time. So we are like, listening. Multiple years. Yeah. So
1: so uh, so <laughs> I'm I'm referring to the FIFA. Federation International oh, wow.
0: <laughs>
1: Football, <laughs> Men's football uh, World, World Cup, year of yeah. our law, 2022. And uh, yeah, so we are uh, in this World Cup. Uh, basically, what has happened is there's like four random unrelated funny facts that I found, funny things that I found through the World Cup. So first was that, and this is also connected to another current geopolitic event that's happening, which is the anti-lockdown protests that are happening in China. Right? So, along yeah. so while those anti-lockdown protests are happening and there's a lot of like strife around that, and government is finding different ways to kind of curb the protests at home by uh, restricting movement by tracking people using those covid apps which are to track covid but actually now tracking them to find where protesters are venturing out to and all that stuff so all of that is happening what they're also doing is obviously people in china are watching the world cup as well but the chinese broadcaster who's uh, getting that is actually manip- there is a, a slight delay because they're live manipulating the feed to avoid showing any of the crowd shots because In China, because the lockdown has been so stringent ever since it has started, that people would absolutely riot if they discovered people are sitting in stadiums without masks. So, because there it's like so stringent. So, actually the feed that is being shown in China is absolutely devoid of any crowd shots. You are not going to be able to see any crowd shots whatsoever. So, that's one random fact that I found that is going on right now. The second one, which uh, takes us back to uh, God's own country, uh, takes us back to God's own country actually. Uh, yeah, so this is happening in uh, Kerala, where apparently a bunch of uh, Portuguese fans, Cristiano Ronaldo fans, were hoisting the Portuguese flag and walking around and like chanting about this thing, and some uh, local BJP worker got offended and thought it was about a it was the flag of an Islamic party. And he tore down the flag and then after he started beating up all those guys as well. Then he got arrested because he thought it was the Islamic party's flag and not the Portuguese flag. <laughs> so, so yeah, that uh, that is another uh, beautiful fact of God's own country and our, and our own country here. No, the beautiful fact is that uh,
2: that hooligan got arrested, which
1: would happen only
2: in God's own country. If you were ah, that is true. State, you'd actually, probably, yeah. like get a yeah. ticket or something like that. I so, mean, yeah.
1: otherwise, <laughs> otherwise, you'd have a bunch of really confused Cristiano Ronaldo fans in prison <laughs> sitting there. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: So, so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I don't know if you saw last night's match but basically those guys would have been like we didn't touch the ball as opposed to Cristiano yeah, Ronaldo oh, yeah, Good reference <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> And finally uh, moving to Africa in Uganda uh, apparently uh, it's, been, it's been a trend in previous World Cups that a lot of jail breakouts happened during the World Cup because all the jailers are all busy <laughs> watching the match so this year, this time during the World Cup, that all the there has been a very strict ban on using mobile phones during the tournament for the guards because they can keep an eye on the prisoners while who are in prison so that they don't escape. So there is actually What's a terror? reinforced ban.
0: There used to be the sole saying, right? Commit your yeah. sins while Sachin is yeah. batting because even, yes. yeah. is, uh, yes. yeah. even
1: guess, God, God is... Even God is watching. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, similar kind of situation. And <laughs> the final fact, as it is not really a fact per se, but uh, was one of the more hilarious things I saw during this week was uh, the Saudi Arabian team. So, the Saudi Arabian team very famously uh, beat Argentina in uh, their opening match 2-1 and they were actually trailing at half-time. Right? They were trailing yeah. to a messy uh, penalty at half-time. And uh, there is an amazing video out there, and maybe we can probably link it in the description, yeah. Yeah. Uh, where there is. Uh, so Harvey Renard is the coach yeah. of uh, Saudi Arabian team. This guy is a Frenchman, right? And uh, the Saudi Arabian team is obviously all Saudi Arabian. They speak Arabic. <laughs> Harvey Nera- Renard is a Frenchman who admirably does speak English, right? So <laughs> this man is basically he's he's at halftime. He's basically uh-huh. yelling at the team, saying that he's if you frivolous. want to just stand around. Yeah, he wants just if you guys want to stand around watching Messi, why don't you just go up to him and ask him for a signature and autograph selfie. and all that? No, thing. no, ask him for a selfie. There. Why don't you take your
2: phones ah, and go ah. and take a selfie? Yeah, with take Messi. your phones what and you go and take a selfie
1: <laughs> with Messi. Why are you bothering playing and all that? Stuff? He's belting <laughs> these guys. But the best part is, he has a translator with him. So he's yelling <laughs> in English. There's a Saudi Arabian translator who's not just translating but he's also translating the tone. So <laughs> the translator is <yeah>. also yelling <laughs> so, his head off at the players because he's trying to communicate what the coach is feeling. So you have these two guys who are in tandem shouting at the players. <laughs> One is original, the other is a translation.
0: <laughs> so a key question to ask over here mm-hmm. is the coach yelling at the translator or at the players? So is <laughs> it like? No, uh, he's yelling uh, at the players so to his the players. Yeah, So okay, so two people are yelling at the players. Yeah, that's what, But
1: is, but these guys are looking doubly morose because there are two people yelling at them. Two people yelling at them in two different languages. No wonder they take, uh, scripted that comeback and came back from two one goal down <laughs> to win 2-1.
0: Did you so, say scripted? Yeah. You didn't hear that over here in <laughs> <and> Simplified force
1: <folks.
0: laughs> Okay. So, excellent.
1: So, yeah, so, I think- I, so, I really have one fact but tales from around the World Cup. <laughs>
0: It's like the three of us ordered one beer each, and you just said, "Hey, I'll just order four uh, like uh, Samples, the, ta- yeah. Sam- yeah. the tasters or samplers <laughs> because anyway they add up to uh, three thirty yeah. a Good uh, strategy, pay. yeah.
1: And uh, additionally, I had a very delayed uh, realization that I am going to be able to watch the next World Cup uh, from my hometown. Uh, World Cup's coming to ca- uh, Canada and oh, Canada, oh. United oh. States, oh. And oh. Mexico. Oh. Oh. So, you you and Akshay Kumar. Oh. Yes, my So in 2026, I should be able to watch at least some of the matches in Toronto. A hometown nice. and all it has become suddenly.
2: <laughs> but I, th- I think it's fair to say this won't be the last we see of this format. <laughs>
0: Especially since... Uh, <laughs> Which format no, no, are you no, talking no. about? Are you talking about Shrike moving to Canada? Are you talking no. about what you're doing on this podcast? Uh, the world. No, no, this, <laughs> <Or> this <laughs> particular format. Half <laughs> pints. Half pints. Half because pints. Yeah, pints.
2: literally five minutes before Chuck, you told us why don't we do this. And uh, reminded Nareen of the fact that he had posted on our group. And then he started with a completely different fact that he's
0: never posted that, anywhere. Yeah, yeah He's yeah. like,
2: oh, yeah, yeah, The my fact is that... I had so his like, original ah, fact uh,
0: opened up and read a little bit about <laughs> that and had jokes ready on that. And bugger, he takes us off somewhere else. I'm like, where is he going with all this malaria nonsense? So anyway. <laughs> malaria nonsense. Yeah, when, when is he coming back to Sweden? <laughs> Yeah, old age the... is a terrible thing, man. Okay. <laughs> I so no anyway,
3: cool the
0: yeah. ultimate, the people who will decide whether this format will continue, or not is you, dear yes, fellow hosts. No, dear no, not listener. you. Not yeah. you guys, the <laughs> listeners, actually. There are some <laughs> out, uh, out there. So let us know what you think of this do format. We, do we if get you would like to... us to continue. Hmm? What? Yeah.
2: No, do we get to tell our listeners that we may be live on X date on Y place or is that like a closed event?
0: uh yeah sure out. i'm yeah. actually not quite sure actually so we are yeah, some it, kind of a live. we are about... doing some kind of a live recording on the 8th of december, december which <laughs> yeah. is a thursday in Mumbai as part of an event i will post details of that somewhere on my twitter or something of that sort we'll figure that out we don't have full details as which is why i'm not giving you you know any more details yeah uh, it's not we'll the figure... 150th episode continued
1: Thanks, Just... please, Yo, please but anyway uh,
0: let us know whether you like this format. If you'd like to send in a fact, so that we can fill in the awkward gaps in our conversation, we can uh, do that as well. We'll have a listener entry in every episode as well. So yeah, yeah. that's uh, pretty much about right. it. I'm excited. This yeah. is the first new format we have tried since uh, since we decided to phase out profundities.
3: So yeah, take care, guys. Stay safe. Stay factual and stay simplified.